Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the latest edition of Sports Talk for Marcel, episode 107 on this wonderful Fair Thursday, February the 2nd, 2023. Man, we have a little of everything to get into. NFL Conference Championships, um, who's playing for Super Bowl 57, um, which is 10 days away. I'm so excited to see this matchup. And, of course, NBA, NHL, action, NBA All-Star is coming in a couple of weeks. And, of course, Pro Bowl, NFL Pro Bowl, and NHL All-Star, both games are this weekend. What can we expect from both of those? We will get into that a little bit later in the show. Um, black Moments in Sports History is back for Black History Month to celebrate Black History Month, to honor those who had tremendous careers in, in, in sports. Um um, what else? Best and worst of the week. And we're going to start off with some shocking news. The yesterday morning, we got it. Tom Brady announced he is retiring for good. Ending a story 23-year NFL career doing which the star quarterback won seven Super Bowls and set numerous of records. Brady announced his decision Wednesday on social media saying he wasn't gonna he wouldn't change a thing about his career. Brady 45 also um announced he was retiring just a year ago before it changed his mind, just 40 days later, and returning to play this past season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know the process was pretty big, was a pretty big deal last time, so I woke up this morning. I figured I'll just press record and let you guys know first. Brady said in the video on Twitter it I won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So I really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me. Brady informed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers of a decision just 6 a.m. that morning, Wednesday, according to ESPN Jeff Darlington. The Buccaneers tweeted their appreciation to Brady later Wednesday, along with a thank you, Tom Capture. And I want to thank Tom Brady of Longwood Sports Talk with Marcel. Thank him for a tremendous 23-year career. A lot of ups and downs. A lot of um, scandalings. You know, the spy gate and the football stuff like that. But like he said, we wouldn't change anything. He gave us more memories than um, other stuff that we know was personal or just, you know, um, opinionated and stuff like that, but tremendously to me personally, the greatest of all time as a quarterback position. I don't think no one comes a little bit close. Some have their opinions, but I've been a Patriots fan for almost 30 years, 30 years plus, I must say, and I've always loved their culture when, when um, Bill Belichick was um, was there. Um, tremendous, tremendous career. Couple of his records probably won't be competed. Me personally, but I would love, I would would like to really, really, really thank Tom Brady for all he have brought to the sport, the co- competitiveness, the just the toughness and everything he brought to us. So I, we at Sports Talk will say thank you. Um, oh, and other news. The Denver Broncos have found their coach in Sean Payton. They announced this past week. Um, this Tuesday, um, Denver Broncos agreed to trade with New Orleans to make Sean Payton the 19th head coach in franchise history. The Saints will receive Broncos' 2023 first-round pick, the 29th overall, 
and the 2024 second round pick for Peyton. And the Saints' 20, um, 2024 third round selection, sources tell ESPN Adam Shatner. The Broncos also expect to make um, Peyton one of the highest paid head coaches in the league. This is an opportunity I was looking for. Peyton told NOLA.com on Tuesday. It's a great franchise and great tradition, he added. The ownership group is fantastic, and I love the way they could competed in some of them games last season. It's a good football city that we had in New Orleans because Peyton had signed an extensive with the Saints in 2019 that was set to run through the 2024 season. The Saints and the Broncos had to negotiate compensations for Denver to sign him and his head coach. The Broncos had traded their first round pick to Seattle last year for a blockbuster deal to acquire Russell Wilson but then acquired a first-round pick from Denver, um, the Miami Dolphins in the trade sent Bradley Chubb to the Miami in November. That pick originally became to San Francisco, who sent it to Miami in the trade that allowed them to pick Trey Lance in the 2021 NFL draft. Tremendous kudos to Sean Payton. Not a destination I, said, I feel he should have went to. I think Arizona have a better overall... Um, Overall, better roster at the moment, but things could change. But, hey, Sean Payton decided to go to the Broncos. I think they would be absolutely tremendous. People was getting a lot of – um was talking more about more of the um, Russell Wilson situation, how of a better quarterback he would be coming up next season. Who knows? We, know, we don't know what quarterback – we don't know what quarterback Russell Wilson – Will probably be. We know it won't be this year. We could. I know that for sure. And it's just, it's just amazing to um, see that Sean Payton decided to go elsewhere. It'll probably be his second head coaching job. A tremendous career, a tremendous legacy he left in New Orleans. Just so excited to see what he brings to that team this upcoming season. Another hire as a head coach, the Houston Texans have hired a former linebacker, defensive coordinator um, D'Amico Ryans from the San Francisco 49ers um, this past Tuesday to deal with six years. Sources told ESPN Adam Schefter's Ryans was officially he was interfacially inter, he would be officially introduced as the sixth head coach, full time coach on Thursday. The tight the the Texans. Meanwhile, become the first team in NFL history to hire three consecutive black coaches. That's not a good thing, to be honest with you. Ryan had his first interview with the Texans January 20th and met again with the franchise on this past Tuesday. Other NFL teams that have requested permission to talk to Ryan about head coaching vacancies were the Broncos, Panthers, and Colts. For many reasons, DeMarco is everything we're looking for in a leader and a coach for our organization. Texas owner Kyle McNair said in a statement, he has a proven track record for developing high-quality players and consistently um, in his defense schemes over the last six seasons in San Francisco. We started a process with the goal of finding someone our fans and city can be proud of. And we've done just that. While we receive a lot of, of incredible feedback and support for D'Amico from different people, it's our discussions with him and his vision for our football team that made him the right coach to lead us 
as we continue to evolve as an organization. An organization that honestly is horrible. I, I didn't I didn't like it. When I first saw it, I didn't like it. Me personally, I didn't. Because he played with them, yes, that's fine. But to pick that team to coach, and you know how bad they is, are horrible. They have not one player on their team that is superstar potential. Me, to, me, to me personally, it's just I don't see it. Now, maybe he can have some former 49ers that's free agencies come over, a couple free agents, key pickups, draft, of course. But six years, I think it's going to take a little bit longer than that to build this organization because he's good on the defensive side. Let's not get it wrong, but offense is so many. It's just so the running back the position is is fine. Everything else is is up in the air. It is just is. I believe they will have another horrible year. They'll be better, but still. Look where they at in a conference, and look where they at in a division. The worst division, but still, the the absolute best conference. In a lot of ways, you have to go through Jasmine Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence is rising. Indianapolis might be better this year. Titans might get a little bit better, but it's just... The AFC is going to be tough for the next five, ten years. No, hands down. Another coaching um, hire was kind of comes as a surprise. The Carolina Panthers show video front of Fred Ray, um, Fred Wright, the quarterback throwing the first down, um, the first touchdown in team history, an eight-yard corner route to tight end. Pete in 1995, before introducing him as the team's sixth head coach. The video also included um, Wright, the offensive coordinator of uh, uh, Philadelphia Eagles, celebrating a 41-33 victory of the New England Patriots in Super Bowl 52 that featured a famous Philadelphia special play when quarterback Nick Foles caught a fourth-and-one touchdown through a um, caught a fourth-and-one touchdown pass from tight end Trey Burke. What the video didn't show was right as a career backup went 0-3 as a starter for the Carolina Panthers in 1995 and that the team started winning until he was replaced by our first-round pick, Kenny Collins. It also didn't show that the second-year quarterback, Carson Wentz, was 11-2 for the Eagles in 2017 before suffering an ACL injury that ended up in his season and opened the door for the journeyman foes to win Super Bowl MVP. None wore their footage of Frank Wright four year as a coach of the Indianapolis coach. His tender took um, decidedly downward turn at the quarterback Adam Andrew Luck the top pick of the 2017-2012 draft, abruptly retired before the start of the 2019 season after several years of injury. In other words, Wright understood the value of having a franchise quarterback. Finding that player in the draft is even better because it's opened up money and it builds the rest of the team while the, um, the quarterback, QB, the quarterback, 
is on a rookie deal. And that whole thing I just read, it seemed like they was basically just bashing him for what he not have achieved absolutely nothing as a head coach or a backup quarterback. And the only thing I remember of him is two things. Of course, the Buffalo game, Buffalo Bill game against they came back, the biggest comeback in playoff history against the Houston Oilers back in, I believe, 93, somewhere in the 90s. And the Philadelphia special in the Super Bowl. Other than that, there's nothing else you could really say about this guy that's good, especially as a coach. One of the worst seasons I've seen in NFL this past season as a coach. And it's very shocking to me that a guy can get fired in early in the season and get a job right before a couple, six, seven months before the next season start. You just cannot write stories like this, man. It's just, it's just mind-blowing to me how people, how these coaches can get jobs and they haven't done much. He haven't he haven't really done nothing in Indianapolis to to warrant a coaching job. He haven't. Let's be honest. Now let's get to this past what happened this past Sunday. Cause um, the Philadelphia Eagles took care of the San Francisco 49ers in a, in a in a shocking defeat. Some would say shocking, but I would say. Just a bad day at the office for the 49ers. They lose to the Philadelphia Eagles 31-7. The Philadelphia Eagles go on to that Super Bowl. Go on to Super Bowl 57. And they await Kansas City and Cincinnati. Or Cincinnati. Well, we, of course, we know who it is. But, you know, it's just part of the fun. <laughs> uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts, 15-21. Uh, 25, 221 yards. Brock Purdy. There's so much happening in this game with him. It wasn't even funny. 4-4, 23 yards. That's the entire game. Because he did lead the, lead the game with injury. John Johnson, if you say, and I've played football before, it's a saying. One man down, next man up. This dude wasn't ready whatsoever. 7-13, 74 yards. He was absolutely horrible. Two sacks, and he got two sacks twice for 14-yard loss. His QBR was a horrible, 14.7. That's bad. Other than McCarthy, um, 15 carries, 84 yards, one touchdown. San Francisco 49ers couldn't do nothing. Miles Sanders, he is uh, he is he is a tremendous running back. 11 carries, 42 yards, two touchdowns. The San Francisco 49ers had a horrible day at the office. It wasn't even funny. 164 total yards, three turnovers, 11 penalties, 81 yards of those penalties. Philadelphia had the ball for 37 minutes, 26. Time of possession. It was so bad. I had to go to the play-by-play -play for the San Francisco 49ers. First play, six yards. I mean, six, six plays, 25 yards fumble. That was from Brock Purdy. Second play, three plays, six yards, punt. Third play, five plays. Third um, third drive, five plays, six yards, punt. Then they actually had something going, the fourth drive. Six plays, 46 yards, 
and a touchdown from McCarthy. Other than that, it was down here from there. Allowed a Philly, they allowed Philly to go 14 plays, 75 yards, I believe, for like seven minutes of that second quarter. Miles Sanders touchdown. Then they come back, two plays, five yards, fumble from Josh Johnson. I don't know what he was looking at, but it's obviously one the football. Then they allowed another, allowed Philly to go on another three play, 30 yards, touchdown, Boston Scott. The game was 21 to nothing after that, and we know it was over before it was started. Brock Purdy came back in the second half and couldn't do throw, throw the ball whatsoever. The second half was the worst football I've ever seen from the San Francisco 49ers. Punt, punt, turnover on downs, fumble. Four possessions in the second half, and they couldn't do absolutely nothing. Can you say who surprised who who really was surprised by that? If we know what we seen in the first half, what makes you think it would get better in the second? It was so bad that Trent Williams had the he he, he bodies he had to body somebody, body slam somebody. It was just horrible to watch. It really was. San Francisco 49ers, that was a bad showing. Bad showing. Defense, some people say blame the defense. Some will blame the offense. Me personally, you have to blame the coach because the coach got to have him prepared, ready to play. And Josh Johnson, he wasn't ready for that moment. He was not ready for that moment. People are saying that um, Trey Lance might get traded. Because everybody knows Jimmy G is gone. I don't think he can stay healthy for the last two years. He wasn't. He have to been healthy for the last two years, two, three years. Um, but it was a bad showing for the San Francisco 49ers. The season that they had, man, a way, a, the wrong way to go out. Kansas City Chiefs take care of the Cincinnati Bengals, 23-20. to Patrick Holmes had a tremendous day on one leg, 29-43, 326 yards, two touchdowns. Joe Burrow had a decent game, 26-41, 270 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Was sacked five times with a loss of 32 yards. But Marquez Valdez-Scantlin was the man. Six receptions, 116 yards, one touchdown, probably his best game as a pro. And the Cincinnati Bengals just shot themselves in the foot, man. They couldn't do nothing that first half. They, I believe they punted on their first two um, possessions of the ball. And they couldn't get nothing going until, like, the second, third quarter. And it was basically just – I just I, me personally, I just feel like I, – I honestly felt like Cincinnati, didn't, they didn't look like they wanted to win. I mean, I'm, this is how I feel. I saw um, dumb play after dumb play after dumb play. Even though some, even though we seen the referees, some 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 crazy some um, some head scratching calls. It was just, it was just. I'm not surprised. I'm 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 no longer surprised that the referees have their hand in this game. I'm not surprised about that no more. But the worst thing I've seen, probably ever. Well, the Kansas City Chiefs get five downs. That was kind of crazy. They didn't do nothing on it, but I never thought I would see a team get five downs when it's supposed to be four. 
idiotic, man. Idiotic plays, man. So there you have it. Super Bowl is Super Bowl Fifty Seven is set between the Philadelphia Seventy um, Philadelphia Eagles and these Kansas City Chiefs. Should be a tremendous game. You already know I will be making my pick week um, matchup, key matchups, and picks next week before the Super Bowl. The um, should be a tremendous game. I'm very excited to to see what we what goes down. It's so many storylines. In this game, I will get to it in, um, next week on episode 108. But we do have football this weekend, the Pro Bowl. And it started off tonight. Um, if you guys then was up to date, the Pro Bowl would be a little bit different this year. Ever wanted to see the best players in the NFL play dodgeball and water balloon toss? Then the Pro Bowl skills competition is what you are looking for. The inaugural 2023 Pro Bowl games that will include everything from lightheaded competition to more intense events. The skill time competition will begin tonight and continue um, on Sunday. The Pro Bowl was also revamped this year and will now include what a flag football game between NFC and AFC players. The skills competition will take place at the Las Vegas uh, Raiders headquarters and practice facilities Thursday and at the Raiders um, Alliant Stadium Sunday. There are numerous skills um, um, categories that players were participating in and will have uh, a score leading up to the flag football game. The conference that wins the each skill competition will get three points added to its team overall score. In total, 24 points are up for grabs. Um, here is some of the skills um, categories along with the expectations and the examinations of and when the competition will take place and who participate in each conference and each, each event. Okay, so you have the um, Pro Bowl dodgeball which will be going down tonight. You know, this will be a multiple round tournament featuring team of five it will begin with offense and defense and from the conference will end and with a game um, between AFC and NFC winners of each game so the AFC basically have wide receivers and quarter um, basically just a, a skilled players um, AFC have Jamar Chase, Nick Chubb, Sauce Gardner, Miles Garrett and um, Tariq Hill AFC, NFC have Saquon Broccoli, Devin Cook, C.D. Lamb, um, Michael Parsons, and Jalen Ramsey. Um, the this this seems very interesting. The Lightning Round. This is the new category this year. We feature sixteen players selected. Each conference in three part eliminations challenge. In the end, only one will be left standing. The first round is the Lightning Speed Splash Catch where the pairs from each conference will throw water balloons to each other as distance between the increase. Those who catch all tosses from the partners will advance. The second event will be lightning round. High, high states, where those who will advance will catch punts from a jug machine. The final event will be called, uh, be the lightning round, will be called thrill of, thrill of the spill. Where the players left with each conference will aim at the target attached to the bucket hanging above the head of opposing co conference coach. 
First team that dumps the bucket on the coach earned three points for their conference. This seemed pretty fun to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> this seemed pretty fun to me. Um, I'm so excited to see what 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 goes down tonight, and of course Sunday to get with the with the flag football. I am really 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 excited to see what happens. Now it's time for black moments in sports history. Althea Gibson, a groundbreaking athlete for both women and African Americans alike. Gibson was one of the first women to cross the cutter barrier in professional sports and become the first black woman to win a Grand Slam title in tennis when she was victorious in the 1956 French Open. She will go on to capture a title in each of the Grand Slam tournaments for a total of 11 Grand Slam championships overall. She also competed on the LPGA Tour in 1964, becoming the very first woman ever to compete professionally in both tennis and golf. Art Shell. When the Los Angeles Raiders named Shell as their head coach in 1989, he became the first African American to hold a role in a modern NFL. He was preceded only by Fritz Parlin, who was a co-head coach of the Akron Pros in the 1929-21. An eight-time Pro Bowl selection as a player and a member of the Pro Football Hall of Famer, Shell was named AFC Coach of the Year in 1990 when he guided the Raiders to a 12-4 record in the AFC West Championship. Arthur Ashe. The definition of color um, um, barrier breaker, Ashe shattered walls as an athlete and activist. He remains the first and only African-American man to win Wimbledon, USA Open, and or Australia Open in 1968. Ash became the first black man to rank as the world's number one player when he was denied a visa to play in a tournament in South Africa. Ash dedicated himself to exploring the injustice of impartment in the country and was arrested for protesting the treatment of Haitian refugees. After contracting AIDS during a heart bypass surgery, he created a foundation for research on his of the disease. The Alta Ash Learning Center continues to fund the various research to this day. That was Black Moments in Sports History. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. That was Black Moments in Sports History. Turn our attention over to college football last night. The number one team, um, Purdue Boilermakers, um, beat, took care of um, Penn State 80 to 60. Xavier took care of Providence 85 to 83 in a close, tight game. The number two team in the country goes down to Florida Gators as Tennessee Volunteers lose by, tw- by 13 to the Florida Gators. The Georgia um, Bulldogs lose to Auburn Tigers, 94-73. The Marquette, um, Marquette beat, beat Villanova by 11, um, by 9, 73-64. And tonight's NCAA basketball games is um, Florida Atlantic. Take care of UAB, Houston, and Wichita State. Oregon and Arizona should be a tremendous matchup. 
Washington, UCLA um, Bruins, the San Francisco, and the St. Mary should be a tremendous match. St. Clara and Gonzaga. And tomorrow's only one NH only one NCAA game that would be the Bo Boise State and the San Diego State Aggies. Over to NHL. Only two games um, last night. The Carolina Hurricanes took care of the Buffalo Sabres. The Boston um, Bruins took care of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, this weekend is um, the all-star break for NHL. Central and Pacific should go, go at it. I believe that will be Thursday, uh, Saturday. And both games are Saturday. I believe, let me, let me, I believe it's Saturday. Um, Sunday, of course, is the NHL is the All-Star um, game Sunday. I believe, uh, so both games will be Saturday. Um, all three games will be Saturday with the skills competition. So they only have one day off before they resume NHL season Monday, which is the New Orleans Islanders head to Philadelphia, play the Phillies, I mean the Flyers, the Tampa Bay Lightning play the Florida Panthers and the Calgary Flame and the New York Rangers. The Vancouver Canucks and the New um the New Jersey Devils, the Anaheim Ducks and the um, Dallas Stars, Minnesota Wild and the Phoenix Coyote. I don't understand why they only get two only get a day for they all start break. NBA action. The Portland Trailblazers took care of Memphis Grizzlies last night. Damian Lillard took care of business. 42 points, 10 assists as he led the Trailblazers a victory over John Morant. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies, he scored 32 points and 12 assists in a losing effort. Um, the Orlando Magic lose to the Philadelphia 76ers. Markel Folks. Um, 18 in losing effort, and Joe M B took care of business. 28 points and the 11 rebounds. The Brooklyn Nets suffered their worst loss in eight years against the Boston Celtics. 139-96. My God. Jason Tatum, 31 points. Kyrie Irving, 20 points in losing effort. Um, the Golden State Warriors lose to the Minnesota Twins. That they continuously have a, a horrible road record. Um... Um, the Angelo Russell, 29 points, led the um, Timberwolves, Seth Curry, 29 points, and a losing effort, 10 boards. The Oklahoma City Thunder, the Shea Gillen, um, SGA, 24 points, a losing effort against Eddie Eric Gordon, of all people, 25 points, as the Houston Rockets take care of the Oklahoma City Thunder, 112-106. Sacramento Kings, Take care of San Antonio Spurs, 119-109. Um, Sabonis, 34 points, 11 boards in the winner as they took the W. Um, um, Burkham of the Spurs, 22 points. Toronto Raptors um, lose a, a close one against the Utah Jazz, 131 to 128. Jordan Clarkson, 23 points um, against Flair Van Fleet. All lead all scores 34 points, 10 assists, and 12 boards. And the Atlanta Hawks take out the struggling Phoenix Suns uh, 132 to 100, losing about 30 by uh, a mid ochre team, mediocre team. 
um, Murray of the Atlanta Hawks, 21 points in a winning effort. And the Malik Bridges, 23 points and the on the losing end of the stick. Tonight's NBA action should be a good one. L.A. Lakers and Indiana, Indiana Pacers. The Memphis Grizzlies and the Cleveland Cavaliers should be a tremendous matchup. The Miami Heat go against the New York um, um, Knicks. Um, the Charlotte Hornets and Chicago Bulls, New Orleans and Dallas Mavericks. The Golden State Warriors in Denver should be a tremendous matchup. Golden State got to bounce back. The L.A. Clippers and the Milwaukee Bucks. The Sacramento Kings and Indianapolis Pacers. The Charlotte Hornets and the Detroit Pistons. Portland Trailblazers and the Washington Wizards. Phoenix Suns and the Boston Celtics should be a tremendous game. The Orlando Magic, Minnesota. Timberwolves and the Philadelphia 76ers, San Antonio, Toronto and Houston Rockets, and Atlanta is in Utah to play the Jazz. NBA All-Star. Starters was named this past week. Um, you have, for the East, Giannis, who is the captain, Kevin Durant of the Brooklyn Nets, Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics, Donovan Mitchell of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Kyrie Irving of the Brooklyn Nets. Now, most people are saying Joe Allen B. is was snubbed. Well, let's be honest. And some people will say, you know, sometimes these NBA All-Star votings can be tricky. They, you vote your favorite player. That's the concept of the All-Star game. Everybody, every I believe the coaches get a percentage. The media get a percentage. You know, fans get a percentage. It's voting. So if some people is not in, it's based because no one is voting for them. And that's that's fair. That's fair. If they took it upon themselves to probably revamp or redo something about the voting, then it would probably be a little bit different. I believe I, I believe Shaq said the best way he said they have took the sinners out the game, which is very true. So I don't have a problem with it at all. I really don't. The Western Conference out LeBron James, Nokali Okic, Zion Wilson, Stephen Curry, and Luka Doncic as the starting five for the West. It's it's a good matchup. This is, this is a tremendous matchup. It's it should be a tremendous All Star game. It really should. Um. I have no complaints. You know, people saying um, Zion Williams don't deserve to be a starter. Hey, he missed 20 games. Hey, SGA is playing tr tremendously. He probably will be a reserve. But people need, if, if they want, if, if people have a problem with it, they just have to deal with it, honestly. It's all about voting. If you vote your favorite player, everybody get a percentage of say-so in who's the starters, who's the reserve, and stuff like that. I have no problem with it. Now it's time for best and worst. Ladies and gentlemen, before we get up, we go over the best and worst of the week. The absolute worst of the week. The NFL referees for the second time. That's the worst I ever seen this past week. NFL, please get it together before the Super Bowl. I've seen the lineup for the Super Bowl as coaching the referees. Don't don't screw this game up because it's already is it's being anticipated as one of the probably most entertaining Super Bowls in the last 10, 20 years. It should be. He has a little best of the week. The Tom Brady emotional tribute, saying that he retired. You know, if you if you a real football fan, 
you know, at some point that that was emotional. That was emotional speech, and I salute him for that. Tremendous career, and I wish him very success whatever he do. That would do it for this episode of Sports Talk with Marcel, episode one hundred and seven. Um, next week I'll be back next week to give you all Super Bowl week matchup keys to victory, everything that has to do with Super Bowl, NBA action, NHL action. Um, Black Moments of Sports, uh, Black Moments of Sports History, and of course, Best of of the Week. I will see you guys next week. Have a good week and a good weekend. As always, be good, be great, and be blessed. See you next week. Peace.